Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, it's another soundcheck session, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. The gypsy punk band Gogol Bordello is based here in New York, but its founder, the vocalist, songwriter, and all-around ringleader Eugene Hoots, was born in Ukraine. At the best of times, Gogol Bordello wants you to dance and party, but also to think. Now, for Ukraine and the Ukrainian diaspora, these are obviously not the best of times. So Gogol Bordello still wants you to dance and party and think, but also to act. Hoots and company have done several benefit shows, and he even did a secret show for the troops at the front line last summer. The band is back in our studio today, and they're going to start us off with a track from their most recent LP called Solidaritin. Here is Focus Coin. Well, have you not this? You just can't focus. If you can't focus, how can you not this air? They get you rocking, rocking on the fumes in a city of a banging pandalos. The only way to verify. They fight, 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 fight. They got you rocking, rocking on the fumes in a city of a banging I'm 
I had me a woman She moved forth Ran off with my best friend Now they're living at the flat earth Yeah, they got them running, running on the fumes In a city of abandoned pandalos Their only way to verify Verify, verify, verify They got them running, running on the fumes In a city of abandoned Exhausting, so many demons be hosting. Hey, why? Hey, why? Three dogs. You got only what's fine in my head to get high. So many forces, if you want to survive, all of them are lying. All the time. Hey, why? Hey, why? Oh, lie, 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 lie. All of them are lying. Lie, lie, lie. My body got it all the time. Bordello live in the studio with the song Focus Coin. It's from the uh, the band's latest record, Solidaritine. Yeah. Eugene Hoots on guitar and uh, on percussion, it's uh, Pedro Arazo and on violin, Sergei Ryapsev, all yeah. members of Gogol Bordello. Uh, Eugene, it's great to have you and, and most of the band back in the studio. So let me ask you about this record, uh, Solidaritine. When were these songs written? Uh, all the songs were written chiefly right after the first uh, post-pandemic tour, a year and a half ago, basically now. They were kind of springing out from that cluster of like, okay, we got we to gotta, we gotta get our toolbox on the table and uh, rebuild whatever was, uh, you know, in shambles during, during pandemic. Live music, uh, spirit of community, right. all these things that are for us are essential, you know. And uh, it kind of led me to writing again with electric guitar. So I got got back from that tour, uh, reflected a little bit. You know, people know, uh, you know, Gogol Borrello, me as a acoustic guitar guy, but yeah. it's really my second instrument. Uh, I right. started playing punk rock when I was 14 years old. For years, you know, playing punk and hardcore and electric guitar, the whole thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's my first instrument. And I wrote this album basically on electric guitar. Mm -hmm. It was loud straight out of the gate, you know. Well, now here's why I I I, I normally don't care, care so much about the exact chronology of a record, but in this case, uh, you know, the idea that some of this music might have been in your head before the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and mm -hmm. then the record comes out, and suddenly. I mean, maybe you found this, that suddenly some of these songs take on a very different meaning from what they had before. I know you're getting it. Um, the thing is that for, for, for me and, you know, for in my circle of people, is <laughs> that is not a new thing. I mean, the war started nine years ago. With, it's it, new for people who just turned yeah. on the radio, you know. Yeah. 
the, the, the confrontation of Ukrainians trying to scrape off Moscow of their back has been going on for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. So let's not forget that. And our song's been always linked into it. I mean, even Gypsy Punk's record, you know, was dedicated to Orange Revolution. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm from there. It's a very specific thing to be born and raised in Ukraine. Right? Yeah. You know. I, I, I love what you wrote when you released the uh, the second version of Forces of Victory with the various Ukrainian guests. Yeah. You, wrote, you wrote, if you have met at least one of us, you already know that Ukraine will prevail. This is just about speeding it up. Yes. That, yeah. that kind of sense of perseverance and determination in the face of obstacles. That's That's been through a lot of your music all this time. For many historical factors, that became basically like national traits of not only Ukrainian people there, but also history of immigration. There's a song on the new record called uh, Take Only What You Can Carry, which yeah. reminds me of the Talking Heads classic, Life During Wartime. Uh-huh. You know, it seems to be a lot of the songs are about bigger issues than one country's problems at one time. Mm-hmm. But this song really seems to be very much of the moment. Yeah, it's a, another collaboration track. You know, you feel me like the record was pretty much done. Mm. And, uh, you know, getting a record out without addressing the situation was like, that's not like an option, you know. Yeah. So there were collaboration of Ukrainian artists. Take only that which you can carry to the city of And this song in particular, like there's a, a guest vocalist, Sasha, from this synth pop kind of a band from Ukraine called Kazka. But the lyrics are actually uh, is a translation from Ukrainian, from uh, a great poet of Ukraine, uh, Serhii Zhadan. He's a, a friend of mine. He's a, also a punk rocker mm-hmm. and a novelist. And yeah, he was nominated for a Nobel Prize a couple of years ago, actually. Wow. How how long did you live in? When when did you leave Ukraine? When how old were you? I was sixteen. Okay, yeah. and did you grow up speaking Ukrainian? I mean, there there was a lot of suppression of. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I grew up speaking both Russian and Ukrainian. Yes, yeah. I mean it was not on anybody's uh, radar that that is uh, some kind of uh, you know issue. Mm-hmm. Also, because I was a child, right? You know. The important turnaround started happening when uh, Ukrainian punk rock bands started bubbling up. And uh, so talking about 86, 87, mm-hmm. uh, 80, by 88, I would go and see three bands that are all singing in Ukrainian. Yeah, But those bands were understanding that punk rock and anti-Soviet, anti-Moscow things. And so it's, it was a one aesthetic. It was a part of part of being punk rock to get heavy on Ukrainian anti-Soviet kick. We're speaking with uh, Eugene Hoots, uh, who leads the band Gogol Bordello. The album is called Solidaritine. Next, uh, next gig for you guys, March 1st at Carnegie Hall, yeah. the annual yeah. uh, benefit for Tibet House. Yeah. Um, 
But the song you're going to do next, this is one of the great old sing-alongs mm-hmm. from the Gogol Bordello songbook. I think he probably played this here five years ago. Probably. Uh, <laughs> it's called uh, My Compañera. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's put the whole trio back to work for this, shall we? Yes. Live performance from Gogol Bordello. Absolutely. Thank you. And once again, I mean, this song is also, um, as you were saying, it, it's connected into the cause without being written now. Right. I mean, it's a song about, you know, tumultuous situation of uh, and panic of being uprooted. And, uh, you know, it, it goes out to all the families and uh, all our friends there and uh, who, whose families were destroyed or dislocated. Um, yeah. Where are you now, my compañera? Your baby clown stuck in my chest. Where are you now, my sonidera? Oh, Tokyo, I'm on the nest. We step together in a river. We trade a fever for turmoil. Last time I saw you was in the middle. So did you ever reach that soil? Where are you now, my compañera? Your baby claw stuck in my chest. Where are you now, my sweetera? Who took you from that nest? Where are you now, my compañera? I'm beating bricks from town to town. Where are you now?
My Compañeras, the song from Gogol Bordello. And uh, Eugene, as you say, that's a song that can speak to anybody who has ever been uprooted, immigrants, exiles, whatever. What was your experience after leaving Ukraine at 16? Where did you go? How did you end up here? Uh, Well, back then, you know, immigration was uh, real immigration, uh, not, you know, in a consequent, in years afterwards, I oftentimes would meet people whose immigration summed up to basically going to airport and, and and arriving to JFK and you know moving in into Soho. Right. You know, and then they would be telling me about their immigration, and I'd be like, oh, okay, that that calls that calls flying business class. You know, uh, back then it was a very tedious and. Uh, bureaucratic paperwork and uh, we were escaping Soviet Union mm-hmm. back then so it was going through Poland and Hungary and Austria and Italy and spending a lot of time there basically before we ever got here so so spending time in transit oh yes of course staying in you know in those uh, refugee um, kind of facilities and um, it wasn't certain whether we're gonna get in into the uh, America yeah yeah, there was a, you know, you could have been waiting for nine months and then end up going to, uh, you know, South Africa, you know, but that wasn't the goal, you know. So we kind of stuck it out and and uh, waited for a long time and uh, in Italy, actually, chiefly. And, you know, just surviving in a kind of very, uh, those kind of small funds from the refugee program and, you know, working on intersections, washing yeah. cars and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, just hustling. And, yeah. and now you see another generation of Ukrainians forced yeah. into the same kind of business, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's on, on, on a hard drive of, of Ukrainian psyche and, and culture. There is a little bit of preparation for that because so many... Ukrainian families have relatives in Canada, in Brazil, in Argentina, mm. in Australia. There's massive diaspora. I mean, everywhere we go, we've been going, you know, around the world for a good 15 years. Like, our, 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 our touring has become very worldwide for about 15 years now. And everywhere we play, there's always backstage families and, you know, young ones who just discovered us or people who got into us when they were, fi- when they were 15. Because of having so many relatives abroad, Ukrainian people are a little bit like prepared that that is possible. It's doable. Mm. The diasporas are huge and they would tell me stories that were just kind of like, you know, how people in 19th century basically would, or or running away in this center, in in the 20th century, yeah, from from, from Soviet occupation and end up in Paraguay or Argentina or Chile and, uh, they would literally like, you know, the government say like, okay, now that you're here, basically go and live in the jungle. Like that's, so take a, take an ax and start hacking. Like you see that, see yeah. those trees? Like you can live there if you, if, if you if, clear it, if you yeah. lumber it out. Yeah. And some people just died by, you know, just some people just died by getting eaten by mosquitoes and various uh, various viruses they weren't accustomed to, you sure, know. I mean, sure. it's jungle, is you know. But persevered and nonetheless, you know, those communities are thriving and, you know, in a lot of ways yeah. in, the, in those lands. So tell me about 
last summer uh, and the the trip you made to to play for the the troops at the front line. What mm. what was that like? How did that even happen? Well, <clears throat> because. There is a lot of understanding that cultural front is very important. Ukraine is a very musical nation. It's not a myth. Like mm-hmm. they will literally take instruments into the trenches. Mm-hmm. So it came together through our friends who are diplomats and you know very connected. They're all everybody's an old punk rocker. You know, we, you know, we all went to those punk rock shows and with Ukrainian punk bands back then. But now everybody is you know doing some. Uh, it's wartime, so yeah. everybody's doing yeah, some yeah. heavy adulting, you know, like, <laughs> you know, putting their resources to where it needs to be, you yeah. know. And um, so it was actually very efficiently organized. I mean, we were picked up with, you know, with a military convoy at the border. And in, in a way, that was the most effic- efficient hmm. entry of Ukraine I, I, I ever seen. You know, I've been there regularly over the last 20 years. But uh, I think there's just this stressed caused by the stress of war hyper focus and efficiency that ukraine is getting now i think it's going to be taken into the future mm. you know uh, i think it's uh, it's getting deeply internalized yeah because everybody's understanding this is not the time to be relaxed and uh, and and it will not be time to get relaxed in near decades yeah what was the reaction of the troops when you uh, when you played? Oh well, it's you know it's 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 very um, when you face to face and eyes to eyes. That's where that's where you see the you know the the all the different reflections and and ripples in the eyes. It's it's a completely different thing of it's a completely different experience of playing music and um, spending time. I mean, we didn't just play for the soldiers. We also played with the soldiers. There was a military band who was, these dudes were slayers. I mean, like they were just, they were, they, they were gunslingers. Like we selected like Forces of Victory is not an easy song. Like that is like some heavy arpeggio work right here from Maestro Sergei Rapsov. Like that's like, you played it like hundred times and like your hand is gonna fall off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? and. Uh, there is nodding along sagely yes <laughs> yes and when we got there we you know we were like well we'll carry it through you know we'll make it work but when one, once we heard them sound checking and playing songs that they learned of ours we just were like oh man it's like they're playing these arpeggios like it's uh you know uh 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 some prison blues like it's <laughs> ain't no nothing you know yeah. like just breathing through it So the big was very the gig was very cathartic with them and also you know spending time and communicating and in a way it was a, actually a huge relief because 
we we went there thinking we're gonna see these people in a, such a high distress, but they weren't. Hmm. They were doing what needs to be done from a very high morale point of view, in the military, and in the refugee hubs, because then you know I went on playing in some refugee hubs along the along that area and revisiting some of the friends there. Uh, and uh, people very were very appreciative. I mean, appreciative of their connection. And of course, they know that world supports them in a great majority. But once they see you face to face, it's mm. like they really know it then. You know, so that's the value of doing it. And and that's why, you know, our endless thank thank us go out to people who actually go there. You know, like other uh, artists and, and actors who took the time and, you know, and doers, yeah. doers, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, um, y- you mentioned before the importance of communal, yeah. a- you know, communal energy, communal activity, and, and that too has been something that, you know, you've written about for years and years. Um, the song you're going to do next, Fire on Ice Flow, has that that yeah. communal kind of sound, even even at the edge of the earth, you know, the, the image that I get of yeah. uh, the fire on the ice floe is, you know, just some remote, like I say, edge of the earth place, you can still find and make community, it seems. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a somehow, like, it's a somehow, I mean, kind of like anthropologically speaking, you know, you can see how rock music and, and in particular punk rock and and, and in particular, hardcore streaks of it, you know, they were very much about that. Yeah. And, uh, like, when I first came here, I kind of got befriended by a group of hardcore kids. Mm. And going to these shows, I mean, uh, driving around New England or seeing these shows in, in Burlington and in, in, in Montreal and in Albany and, and in New York City, I just saw that atmosphere that was full of communal charisma. Yeah, and in a way you can see it, and it's what I was trying to conjure up on Gogol Bordello shows. To some extent, it was like our version of that. You know what I mean? It was a little bit uh, <laughs> more more jolly in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, but that's who we are. You yeah, know? yeah. Well, uh, there there's some great sing along songs, and this is another one. You wanna you wanna play the. Uh... Fire on Ice Flow for us? Sure, sure. All right, it's another track from Gogol Bordello's latest record, Solidaritine. But here's a live performance in the studio. Yeah. Dance, 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 dance. 
one way to go See if you can get cozy On the top of the mountain Pyrotechnics are curious In the age of Aquarius Set an up smoke machine This life with all things Flow from Gogol Bordello, the uh, the studio versions on the new record Solidaritine. That's a live performance. Eugene Hoots, Pedro Arraso, Sergei Ryabtsev here in our studio. And Eugene, you were talking about the, uh, the sense of community in punk and hardcore music, and that community is in evidence on this record. The uh, the yeah. song, uh, The Era of the End of Eras. Yes. A yeah. title I love, by the Thank way. You. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Features none other than HR from the I know. the legendary band Bad Brains. I know uh, it's a it's just a magical mm, circumstance of life that that happened. time I hear it or even think about it, you know, my hair ends up still on, on, on the back of my neck, you know, it's just... And that's a lot of hair. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, be it becomes absolutely straight and vertical. Yeah. Um, it, uh, I, I met HR through uh, Jesse Mallon, uh, our good friend, you know, our singer-songwriter. Singer-songwriter, great artist, very yeah. central guy in New York City. You know, everybody knows him from back in the day, from hardcore scene, his first band, Heart Attack. Uh, I met I met uh, HR through Jesse, and then I just you know, I just thought, is it even conceivable to ask HR to uh, to guest on 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 a song? And uh, Jesse said that thinks that you know he's gonna help the connection, and you know we we hang out with HR, we talked. Actually, we talked exactly about what we're talking right now. Mm. Uh, he was like, well, was it a big cultural shock for you to come? you know, from Ukraine to here. And I was like, no, I mean, if you come from like punk rock scene, then it's like a corridor, you know? Yeah. There is no cultural shock. I just went from one punk rock show to another. <laughs> <laughs> Only the language was different. Yeah, and, and you know, and uh, and whatever I didn't have, you know, the all the guys that, uh, you know, from Vermont hardcore punk scene, they kind of got me up to speed on it, mm. you know, you know. Yeah, it was amazing time. Absolutely. Well, it's great to hear uh, HR, you know, supporting you on on this new effort. And well, also, album is uh, produced by Walter Schreffels. You know, I mean, he's one of the very kind of unifying forces in in hardcore music. I mean, Walter's. I had Walter picture on my wall like in 1991 <laughs> yeah. from the fold out from Gorilla Biscuits album. Uh, let's start today. And I always thought, did he work with Agnostic Front? Uh, no, he does okay. a cover of Agnostic Front okay. uh, right. of Society Suckers, which mm -hmm. is a great uh, take on that song. But Walter's a great songwriter in his own right. So, you know, that was, and all, he, Walter also toured with us, and uh, that's kind of where we really hit it off beyond like, you know, just peripheral knowledge of each other. Well, it's great to hear, you know, to see the community sort of coming together in this way. We're actually going to wrap up with a little bit of the era of the end of eras from the, the latest Gogol Bordello record called Solidaritine. Eugene, uh, great to see you and, and the guys. Thank you so much for playing for yeah, us Yeah, thank you for having us every, every time. I mean, we're in the neighborhood, so just All give right. us a <laughs> The band is Gogol Bordello. Your next chance to see them live. Carnegie Hall, March 1st, for the annual benefit for Tibet House. My thanks to our crew, our engineer Irene Trudell, producer Karen Havlick. Our video editor is Eric Weber. I'm John Schaefer. See you next time. Just begun. It's the era of the end of eras. You left us bleeding.